Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. All right, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very, very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals, and this is The Ocho, Season 8. We've made it. (laughs) It's semi-legendary. We're approaching, very quickly, a half a million downloads, which I recognize in some cases is nothing. Uh... But for us, it's fairly significant, and it could not happen without you. So having said that, all you need to know if you're a new listener is, A, listen to the show, then B, subscribe, C, to implement the Habit Factor system, the Habit Factor method for developing habit strength, All you have to do is go to thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates. That's right, thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates. And there you can download a free template. With that template comes an instructional video. If you're in the U.S. and you want that immediately, all you have to do is text the word habits, H-A-B-I-T-S, to the number 3344. Four, four. You'll get the template sent to you immediately. All right, let's get after it. Season eight is here and it's all, <laughs> it is all due to you. Thank you very much. Let's go. Because we are sentient beings, feeling is so essential to us. This is why marketers and advertisers try to pull on our heart strings, right? I mean, are they selling beer or are they selling cute horses that are prancing around? And the <laughs> the answer is they're selling a feeling. Alrighty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very, very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals and today we have a terrific and fairly short mind bullet and we are Sans Jen Grant, Sans JG. She is not, <laughs> she's not in the studio and she's not in the virtual studio. Um, but I say that because last week's episode was a bit of a hit, the path, her and I chatting about that. And that was a fairly, well, it was a bit longer. So today we're talking about feelings. Feelings, 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 feelings. And as usual, as per usual, we have several different ways we're going to come at this topic. First of all, the, I want to say the longtime listener, but frankly, I think this is only about a year ago or so. Excuse me. We did feelings and focus and the, Mind bullet there was largely around channeling your feelings. I recommend you go back and listen to it. I believe I even recorded that in the car. Um, but <laughs> we're, there's going to be overlap, but, but the idea was relative to getting 
emotionally charged about your goals. So it was how you can manage your emotions, manage your feelings to help facilitate goal achievement. And the other part of that was how it directs your focus and your concentration. In other words, if you get into a fight and then you have to go take a test, chances are you're not going to do so well because it's hard to concentrate. So emotions guide our feeling and our focus. Today, I want to come at this from a different angle. Those are very important angles to consider. Today, I want to talk about how because we are sentient beings, feeling is so essential to us. This is why marketers and advertisers try to pull on our heartstrings, right? I mean, are they selling beer or are they selling cute horses that are prancing around? And the <laughs> the answer is they're selling a feeling. Um, so feelings pretty much, I don't want to say are everything, but they're guiding so much of our behavior. So, We've talked about relation to goal achievement. We talked about relation to focus and concentration. What I want to talk about is just your day-to-day actions, your behaviors, even habit formation, whether you want to track your habits or not, often your feelings can get in the way. That's the bad news. And there's some good news. The good news is feelings can be manipulated by the Thinking we possess, the stories we tell ourselves, and feelings are ephemeral. They come and they go. One minute you're happy, one minute you're sad. You don't necessarily know why. There's things happening in your environment. God forbid somebody passes away. You're going to be immediately sad. That's altering your feelings. So we can channel and we should channel and use, master our feelings and emotions as best we can. This is not something that happens overnight. But because the word response, we are responsible, we are response-able, If something angers us, that's an emotion and a feeling, I'm angry. In theory, you know, it's the great Viktor Frankl quote, between stimulus and response, there's a space, and in that space is our ability to choose. Stimulus, something bad happens, somebody calls us a name, how I respond Between that, there's a gap. There's a space. In that space is our freedom to choose. His comment was, you want to expand expand the space between stimulus and response. Notice we're not saying reaction. We're saying response. The more space you can add... Between responding, the better chance we have of 
acting appropriately. So we're sentient beings, things happen that affects our emotion and our feeling and we want to react, we want to act out. So feelings, 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 feelings. Some people are at whim, at the whim of their feelings. They guide everything. So they're just like, I don't feel like doing the work. So the reason I'm bringing this up is today I launched the Habit Factor app. And, of course, they show up randomly. So I can't do it again. But I have the urge to try. And there's a quote. Nope, that's not it. Uh, <laughs> the quote is, by yours truly, there's very little... That 60 burpees in six minutes cannot cure. And the truth is, when you boil the essence of that quote down, it has nothing to do with your problems or your emotion. Well, it has everything to do with your emotion. The point is, when you do 60 burpees, and it, they, the number is irrelevant. When you work out, your approach, your vision, your perspective on everything changes. So 60 burpees, six minutes, everything changes. Even though the problem didn't change, your emotions have changed, so your outlook changes. The problem looks different. There's greater possibilities. You have endorphins flowing. So... It's just a statement, meaning that quote, and this episode is a statement to become a master of our feelings. And I know, dare I say, nobody is a master of their feelings, or few people are. But we can certainly try, and when we understand how much they guide, right, our outlook, right, where there's hope in the future, there's happiness in the present. Well, if you just did 60 burpees in six minutes, or even 50 or 40, chances are your outlook is great. So there's happiness in the present. And it's not about the problem. It's about the emotions and our feelings. So those who feel depressed are caught up. And by the way, yeah, I'm no doctor and I'm, I know there's serious clinical depression. I'm going to share this anyways. Often, often, The challenge is there's too much time being spent dwelling upon A, the emotion of being depressed, B, the person themselves as opposed to giving and serving others. But we don't need to go down the depression road here. The point is whatever the feeling is, I don't feel like writing this morning. Well, the point of the habit factor is You take feeling out of it, you get busy and you track and you do it. And ultimately over time, the practice of writing wins out. So whether you feel like running or writing, 
You just, <laughs> you do it more times than not. So aside from feeling, guiding our focus and our concentration and being critical for goal achievement, a few other points not discussed before is that because they're ephemeral, they're very fleeting, we have the ability to master, for the most part, most of the time, our emotional being. And the better we can do that, the more congruent our actions and behaviors will be with the things we're trying to get accomplished. Right? Thinking, emotion, behavior, these things are all linked. So I think that... I believe that, for the most part, that is what I wanted to cover. Just reflect. You may even want to do this in a journal, but but your mood and how the emotions, again, are either congruent or not congruent with your actions. You know, a lot of people will say to me, "I I know what I need to do, I just don't do it. Well... Let's, let's figure this out. So how do you feel about that? And then you gotta uncover, is there a story about XYZ, if it should happen, if it shouldn't happen, and then you gotta go back and look at that story, what's the history? But all around it, the, the, the immediate, almost litmus test is, how do you feel about doing that? What is the feeling? Because the people who are doing the things they need to do, they are fired up to do them. They are pumped. That's why they're doing them. Or, or they're intentionally crafting the habit. They're following par. They're planning, acting, recording. So they may not be thrilled about it, but they're, <laughs> they are pushing themselves driving themselves with their plan, with their intention. So again, they all work together, but I have seen where where the plan might fall short. It's good to assess the feelings and emotions tied to the behavior and the outcome. So that's it. Important to analyze from all these like, uh, responsible, responsibility, the ephemerality of our emotions, how they guide our focus and concentration, and how they guide our actions and behaviors in the moment. So there you go. Feelings. Master how you feel. Work on mastering how you feel. It is a daily practice. And let's all, <laughs> let's all take Viktor Frankl's advice and add space between stimulus, what happens to us, and how we respond. 
Muddied water left to stand becomes clear. And by the way, yeah, that hyped up emotion, whatever it is, if it were anger, letting that settle would obviously, from my experience, be calming. All right, my friends, pay attention. <laughs> pay, pay attention to your emotions. Work on mastering your feelings relative to the behaviors and the habits you want to cultivate. See ya. All right, that is going to wrap up this episode of H2G Habits to Goals. It is an honor and a privilege and a joy, of course, to have you along on the journey and share these ideas and, dare I call them, insights on occasion with you. Your emails and messages are greatly appreciated, tremendously appreciated. I will just remind you, what we tend to do is ask, <laughs> did you rate the show? Did you review it? So we love the messages and uh, ratings and reviews go hand in hand along with, of course, sharing the show with others. Finally, maybe not finally, I want to remind you of a couple resources. You can get the Habit Factor uh, free on Audible if it's your first book. If you go to audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals, and that is the number two. Secondly, the Kindle version of the book is essentially free at three or four, maybe even five dollars. Um, and don't forget, if you're in the U.S., you can text the word habits, H-A-B-I-T-S, two, three, three, four, four, four. And lastly, there is a free habit tracker in terms of the app, the original habit tracker. It allows you to align habits to your goals, thus habits to goals. Just search the habit factor in either the Google Play Store or the Apple uh, App Store. That is it, my friends. Glad you're along for Season 8. It's going to be... Dare I say the greatest one yet. All right. Thank you very, very much. See ya.